0: Well, hi, Rick. I want to thank you for allowing me to be with you uh, via video right now. Just the, the demand of this time, the issues of the day. Uh, I would have loved to have been there with you, but it was just not possible. But the Lord in his goodness in these days uh, has provided this platform. So, Rick, this is what I'd like to say uh, to what's going on. is In California, uh, the, the nation is watching what's happening here because of an interesting dynamic that has been a long time in preparation. And what I mean by that is California is a state that is now fully given over to one particular party. And someone might say right now, I don't want to hear about political type stuff. Hear me out. It's the worldview of this dominant political party in California that now sits enthroned from one end of the state to the other. And here's what's wrong, is that there is no fear of God in these leaders. There is no appreciation for the church in these leaders. There is no gratitude for what the church does in their own communities. Here in California, and I know that sounds like a strong assessment, but sad to say the facts bear witness of this. In California, there's a supermajority in Sacramento, which means we literally do not have a say. That's honestly what it means here in the People's Republic of California. We don't have a say. So those that are in power have made Unbelievable restrictions, and not only that, but they are playing cat and mouse with the church in California. Many of you are watching the news, and you're seeing churches attacked. For example, uh, Calvary Chapel uh, in Thousand Oaks, Pastor Rob McCoy, under perpetual battle in and out of court, just to allow himself uh, allow himself to step on his property without being arrested because the county attempted to pull a restraining order on him against his own church. His congregants were threatened with arrest if they showed up to church. And of course, Dr. John MacArthur opened up his church recently and was immediately met with the onslaught of the LA County Board of Supervisors. And as I speak to you right now, is fighting for their existence here in the California courts. Uh, What's going on? These laws and regulations being imposed upon the church is a time for the church to push back. Hear me out. All of us as leaders agree with Romans 13. I have, for example, 100% obeyed Romans 13, where there the Bible tells us that we are to obey the governing powers that have uh, been put in place over us because they are actually ministers of God to execute righteousness, listen, and to do good. It actually says, and to do good. So for example, we honored Romans 13 when President Trump, if you remember, said, can you give me 15 days? Let's shut the nation down. We need 15 days to flatten the curve. Nothing happened. Then 15 days later, President Trump said, can you give me another 15 days, 30 total? We got to flatten this curve. And we did that as well. I didn't like it, but I obeyed. And then President Trump wisely handed all jurisdiction and authority back to the state's rights. It was a smart move on his part. But if you live in California, it was a tough call because our governor uh, dialed down on churches hard, hard. We were in communication with California in Sacramento. We had been petitioning his office. Silence, silence. One request after another to have him speak to us. Information, give us a date, give us a time, give us parameters. Nothing but silence. So it became very clear for us that having obeyed Romans 13, it was now time for us to do Acts chapter 5. And that was to obey God rather than man. And so from there, we took a stand. I prayed. I fasted. I was studying the book of Nehemiah and Ezra. And on April 26th, God spoke to my heart and said, open up on May 31st. So April 26th, God spoke to my heart to open up on May 31st. By the way, four days later, I found out that it was Pentecost Sunday. Didn't even dawn on me. And so what we did was, and what we've been doing ever since, is that we've been operating uh, church. We've been doing church. And so the reason why that's important that I speak to you guys about this is because we want to be a good witness and we want to be winsome, but we also have to be pleasing to the Lord. And it is absolutely essential to remember that Jesus Christ said, behold, I've set before you an open door that no man can shut. In other words, no government has the authority to shut the doors of the church. And let me be clear, no pastor has the authority to shut the doors of his church. Because it's not his church. It's Jesus' church. And this is the glorious hour for us to stand against evil and against wrong. We're grateful in California because our stance has proven to have been exactly accurate. Evil has been exposed in California against the church. And we're standing up against that. And so I, I, would, I would petition your prayers. What do we do from here? What do we do across America Now, at this time, well, what has God given you the opportunity to do? What's the opportunity that we have? We don't live in some despotic nation or some leaderless country. We have our Constitution. We have our Declaration of of, uh, the Bill of Rights. We have our uh, Declaration of Independence. We've got the instruction manual given to us by our founding fathers. As pastors and leaders, we are to not only be custodians of the Bible... But all that is good. In fact, the scripture says, let the Christians be out doing good. So here's our next step, everybody. The opportunities that God has given us are simple. If we want to see righteousness reinstated, remember, God honors obedience, and we respond with the tools He's given us in whatever country we may be. Here in America, we still have a little bit of a say, and that is called voting. This will never change, and you will lose your freedom to preach the gospel if you do not register to vote, pastor, and vote. And you will lose the ability to congregate as a church if you do not encourage your people to register to vote. You must, and it is legal, you must be bold and throw off the yoke of fear And host every Sunday, every midweek service, starting now, voter registration at your church. 100% legal, protected by the Constitution. We've been doing it for about 30 years. You can do it every day of the week. It's legal. The second thing is, you need to inform your church, watch this, a biblical worldview assessment of the two political platforms. Take your Bible... And put the claims of the platforms of the Republican Party up against the Bible and the Democrat Party up against the Bible. Listen, now I'm going to set you free for a second. Don't listen to any politicians. Don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to them. Stop listening to the commercials. That goes for the Republican and Democrat uh, Party both. Why? All you have to do is look at their performance records. It's so simple. Look at the fruit of what they stand for. And I'm going to make it real easy for you in a moment. You might hate me for it, but I live what I preach. And that is, for example, in this upcoming election, you can remove all of the drama and dynamics of the issues and go to the one that concerns God the most. One party platform is against the unborn child. The other party platform is for the unborn child. Immediately, I know how to vote from a biblical worldview. Your people need to hear you say that. Your people need to hear you stand for righteousness. And guess what? They'll start standing. It is our time to be the watchman on the wall to announce to the church what we ought to do next. If they don't get it from us, they're not going to get it at all. Pray, become educated about the platforms, vote for candidates that honor life in their voting records okay not by what they say and then support those candidates you're going to find out it's going to become very very simple as to who to vote for and how to honor God with your vote and then the final thing is doing exactly that is how I know we here in Southern California would like to offer all of you help help and how to do this we have a nationally syndicated ministry here called Real Impact and That ministry educates churches and church leaders how to create a salt and light ministry, how to to, um, inform your body legally per state on how to educate their vote. Um, We actually, uh, this church sends out a delegation to work at your church on how to host a voter registration day. Uh, The only way that you're limited in this is by your own limitations. Uh, We stand here ready to help you. Uh, We do this nationwide. And uh, listen, we may lose every battle. That's okay. We've won the war in Christ Jesus. At the end of the day, I and I pray you will be delighted to say, Lord, we stood for what was right. We may have lost in the courts or we may have lost in the ballot box. But we stood for that pro-life candidate or we stood for that... Uh, A pro-life platform and God I did the right thing even though the outcome was not what we had hoped for. I have that confidence all the time and I want you to enjoy it as well. That's the word that I want to share with you Rick and your wonderful gathering and pray that all of us would be motivated this year. God help us. God forgive us if we think that we are somehow so lofty or holy or so pure that we cannot taint our hands by getting involved in voting, oh, I believe it's a sacred trust. I believe Jesus will someday say, what did you do with the talent I gave you? Did you invest it, the opportunity to make change for my glory, or did you bury it in the ground waiting for my return? Take every opportunity you have, my friend, and be salt and light with it, and do good as God has commanded us and let your light so shine before all men that when they that is on the day of judgment when they see your good works they will have to turn and glorify your father which is in heaven so hey I'm recruiting prayers for California pray for us we are in Daniel's uh, lion's den right here in California our, in fact even our even our governor has a nickname uh, Nero some Newsome is being called Nero in our state. I got to tell you, churches are waking up in California. I wouldn't change this location for any place on the planet. God is breaking open and revival in California. Watch and see. God bless you, Rick. And God bless all of you.